welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 42, Empathy Adds Flavor to Life, an encouraging words episode coming to you on Sunday, March 25th, 2018. Now, the first thing that you're going to notice if you're watching on the YouTube channel is that I have on my birthday hat because yesterday was my birthday. And even though I'm recording this in your past and my birthday is still in my future, I did have a little birthday party with the family yesterday and one of the kids got this great hat for me and there was all kinds of decorations and I was so excited because I love just, uh, I was going to say I love being the center of attention. Yes, that's true, but I just really love when people show their love and appreciation of me as a a human being they're glad to have in their life, and I think birthdays are the perfect time for that. And it led me to be thinking about that sort of thing, how much we appreciate and value the people in our lives and how much we're actually showing it in a way that they can see and understand. I get a weekly email called Called to Create, and... um, I really don't know that much about the fellow who sends it out. His name is Jordan Rayner, uh, R-A-Y-N-O-R, and he wrote a book that's the name of the email called To Create, and it's a Christian-based sort of uh, entrepreneur, encouraging words sort of email, and he wrote a book, which uh, I just held up on the YouTube video, uh, called Called to Create, and so I bought it. Of course, I haven't read it yet. <laughs> the whole in the middle of moving kind of keeps me from uh, doing all the reading that I want to read, but I get these weekly emails, and today's I was reading, and it was talking about um, Jesus's words to be salt and light in the world, and how salt adds flavor to life, and uh, light, of course, it's a little bit more obvious, uh, easier to understand maybe than salt. Uh, Light lets you see more clearly than um, when there's less light or when there's darkness. So I was interviewing a friend of mine who is more on the acquaintance end of friendship, someone that I wanted to get to know better. And due to the fact that I was interviewing her, we had some time to actually talk one-on-one instead of pretty much Every single time we've ever seen each other and had a conversation, we were in the middle of a big group situation because we both go to the same Romance Writers of America chapter, and we go to a lot of the same events, and that's where we see each other. But that means that we see each other when we're in kind of a position of being in a work situation, so we can talk to each other a little bit, but not a ton. So this was actually the first time that we got to have a one-on-one conversation, and it was great. I love her just as much as I knew I would. (laughs) She's absolutely fabulous. And so my friend Lou said the nicest thing to me, and it almost (laughs) made me cry. Technically, I suppose if water comes out of your eyes, you have cried. So I guess technically I cried, but then I like stopped really quickly (laughs) because I didn't want to embarrass me or her. But Lou said that she understood how hard it is for my husband and I to be constantly moving and in a constant state of flux and um, just how much work it is to move, unpack, get settled, think that you're going to start moving again, start repacking. And for us, you know, doing more paperwork because we keep moving in and out of countries and then repacking again trying to figure out where you're going next, unpacking, doing the whole thing over again. And she was telling me that when she was a child, uh, her family, she and her family moved around a lot. And so there was a lot of unpacking and repacking and moving and making new friends and leaving old friends and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, it wasn't that long of a little, of a little 
conversation. It was just a snippet out of our bigger conversation. But the fact that someone who's actually gone through it was saying, I admire that you're, you know, getting through it with some aplomb and, and getting books published anyway, just made me feel like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And I was just saying that so many friends and family members have sympathy for the things that John and I go through because they love us and they see that what the things that we do, a lot of times there's, there are some difficult elements to it and, um, and they understand it in as much as they can. But empathy is when someone's been there, they've walked that path, they know exactly what it's like. So when Lou says, I understand, you know, what you're going through and I admire that you're continuing to get as much work done as you are, just makes me feel like, oh, someone really sees me. Like in, in the movie Avatar, where the way that their, um, their greeting is, is I see you. I really, I see you. I acknowledge you. I see what's inside of you. I see what you're going through. And there's times when there aren't that many people who can really understand a place that we're in. So my friend Lou understands where I'm at right now. Uh, One of my friends uh, from, geez, um, fourth grade on up, uh, her name is Julie, and she's been a missionary to a couple of different countries. And she knows what it's like, all this moving and the uncertainty. Uh, It's different, um, but there's still the uncertainty and all the paperwork that has to be done in another country. Um, My friend Ruth, She understands what it's like because her husband also works in the industry and they move with some regularity and she has a small child. They have a small child. So when I'm talking to one of these people, oh, I just feel like someone really sees me, sees what I'm going through. And they're saying, chin up, you're doing a good job. I understand. And even right now, just telling you about it, it just makes me want to cry because I so appreciate the feeling of being understood. And it makes me think about all the other places in life where we really appreciate when someone really understands us and can say, I see you (laughs) to continue quoting Avatar. I can't help it. My husband worked on Avatar and so it must be quoted. (laughs) Don't tell him I said that though. Um, But when, when someone really sees you and can understand because they've been there, wow, those people really make you feel like... I don't know what the right words are. They make you feel like you're seen and you're heard. And, and, um, yeah, you know, sorry that I can't quite find the words for it, but if you, if you've been there, then you know exactly what I mean. And maybe you have words for it. Um, but if not, you, you understand what I'm saying. And it made me think about these verses about salt and light in the Bible. And, um, you know, if you've ever if you ever eaten anything that's too salty, you're like, oh my gosh, all I taste is salt. And you know, whatever we're talking to someone about, we don't want to be that. We don't want to be just salt, where somebody can't even, you know, taste, hear, smell, see what we're really saying because it's too much. Um, but when you've had something that doesn't have any salt in it, and I'm sorry, but people who have been on a salt restricted diet probably really know more than anyone else. Food just tastes bland. It doesn't have the same flavor. Even sweets like um, chocolate chip cookie dough requires some, um, yes, of course, sugar. It requires uh, some salt in order to bring out all the flavors of the chocolate and the vanilla and, you know, brown sugar flavors and that sort of thing. Just a little bit of salt helps all these flavors to come out. 
And I'm just thinking about all the times that we as writers, like we really have been through a lot of the same things that other writers have gone through. And have we been empathetic? Have we taken a moment, just a little moment, not like an entire conversation, just a snippet to be a little bit of salt for the other person and say, I know what you're going through. I've been through it too. You're fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. I got through it. You'll get through it. You know, whatever it is that somebody needs to hear. Um, Even things like, I understand that you're really frustrated, that you're stuck in the middle of the book. But just remember, the last three books that you've written, you've told me you're so frustrated and you want to quit when you get to the same point. So it's okay. Like this is your process and you'll get through it because you will get through it and because you have gotten through it and other people have gotten through it and it's just part of, you know, how you write. Or maybe it's um, like trying to get back into it again and having distraction after distraction after, you know, catastrophe after crisis make you feel like, man, you're never going to be able to restart this career or get it started at all. But then when somebody else is in that position, you can be the one to say, I do know what you mean. I've been there. This and this happened to me too, just like with you. This is how I got through it. This is how you'll get through it. And it's not always a crisis or a catastrophe sort of thing where empathy like really adds flavor and stuff to, to friendships and relationships. It can be anything like... um you finished. Hooray. Congratulations. Celebrate. You need to celebrate. What are you going to do to celebrate? You know, and helping people to understand, I know how you feel. I know that feeling of writing the end and thinking, oh, thank goodness. I just want to like go lay down on the couch and sleep and read for a few days now. Um, It could be anything that you are listening to somebody tell you about anything, your kids, your writing, your health, anything. And They say something that you're like, I've been through that. Be their word of encouragement. Give them a little bit of that empathy that makes them feel like they're really seen, they're really heard, somebody's really listening and really understanding. Sympathy is great. And where would we be without friends who said, I don't understand, but I'm going to walk through this with you because I can see that, you know, you're hurting or you're frustrated or I'm going to celebrate with you even though I have no idea what it's like to write a book, but yay you, you know, sympathy is a great thing, but empathy, I really think that that is one of the things that adds salt and flavor to our lives. So I hope that you hear me giving you the kind of empathy that you need today, that you have a feeling of being seen and being heard because I'm willing to share my experiences with you and they may be some of the same things that you've gone through. And I really hope that you'll pass it on to the next person, whether it's a new writer friend, an old writer friend, someone that you don't really know that well, but maybe you're in some sort of writer group on Facebook or something like that, or you're going to a conference and you can say to somebody who's got a first-timer badge, I know what it's like to be a first-timer and share your experience and make them feel welcome and a little bit more at ease, that sort of thing. I encourage you to send that encouragement and empathy out into the rest of the world around you. In your workplace, in your home, in your writing, having your characters do it. You know, There's probably some place that it would really work for a character to do that for another character. 
And I hope that you find this is encouraging for you personally, because whatever you're going through, there is someone who understands. Um, I believe that God sees and understands everything that we're going through. And sometimes I feel like he's the only person who understands. And then somebody comes up and says something that you're like, oh, Thank you, God, that somebody, you know, like a living, breathing person I can touch and hug said something so that I can say, thank you so much for understanding. Because sometimes we just need to be the living, breathing person who says that to someone. All right, I am going to go finish celebrating the rest of my birthday weekend. I hope that you have a fabulous week, and we'll talk to you more later. Have a great day. (music) 